Ben Silverio. I'm Andy Hubbard. And I'm your host and host, Ansel Birch. It's time to party! Please do it! <laughs> Why is it always that part? Let's do it. Let's watch Jerry Seinfeld. What is the deal with making honey out of nectar? <laughs> Guys, I think it'd be really funny. Bees? You know how we've got What if we made a bee movie? Oh, I don't want to be a bee. <laughs> Let's do edutainment about bees. <laughs> so how did this get made? <laughs> I think that's already that's a different a gimmick. show. Yeah, yeah somebody's no. already got that. We don't want to have gimmicking infringement. Step on toes. Yeah, no. They might ever hear about it. As always. <laughs> don't start over. <laughs> <laughs> what? That wasn't a good one. You didn't no. like that one? No. <laughs> yeah. Because now I can't cut out any of that. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> oh, my Jesus. Okay. All right. Party people. Sorry. Party people, welcome back to Time to Party, where we enjoy barbershop quartet versions of Kiss songs. That are not Bon Jovi. It's a different band. Different band entirely. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> We've never seen them in the same room at the same time. That's True. fair. That yeah. face paint. That's, but that face paint, they could be literally anybody. Literally anybody. And. <laughs> I don't know where I was going to go with that. I'm going to go ahead and start the recording. Uh, You're really holding for that uh, no boost thing? I. So, I mean, maybe. We'll see. No, it's not boosting this. We could put boost in this. <laughs> the mooing is not going to be funny to people who didn't listen to the part that's not in the show. <laughs> but let's listen to that childlike laughter, though. I mean, you can't deprive us. Listen to that. It's the purest thing, a child's laughter. Hey, you're the host and host. You can cut the movie. <laughs> you have that power. I do, I do. It is my whole job to go back through and make everything make sense. <laughs> it's a challenge. Yeah, no, we're going we're gonna to make this as difficult as possible for you. We tend to, even if it's not on purpose. <laughs> Ooh, party people, welcome back. Where we take a look at some of the greatest and some of the not so greatest time travel movies throughout time. Yes, I said time a lot. Stuck then. the landing. You know, if you could somehow do, you want like, to do that again from the beginning? Watch, will, watch a movie from the future. I would be very. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> right? This movie comes out in 2027. Yes. I mean, be... we kind of got to do that with Adam Project. Sure. Oh we yeah, got that's an early right. Screener. Yeah, because you guys got that early. Lucky. Yes. And I say us, I do mean Ben. <laughs> sure. I got to abuse Ben's. Uh... It's okay. Warwick does it all the time. We've already seen four episodes of Moon Knight. I'm not allowed to talk about it, so don't. <gasps> I know! That's why I'm not asking any questions! <laughs> I also We're... don't want you to tell me. Was there a dog in it? Not at liberty to. Ah! I wonder if there's a dog! <laughs> 
Party people, welcome back to to this never-ending party that we like to call Time to Party. Yes. I don't know a whole lot of French, so I'm going to get by on... Merde. Merde. Uh, Valjean. Oh. Je t'adore. Je, je t'aime. I don't know. I don't. Uh, <laughs> How is Helena not, Helena not here, and we still ended up doing a French? Uh, that's true. <laughs> Paris, Jatom. I gotta say, I've been to Paris. We, oui. we, oui. and I did not enjoy it as much as other people huh? on the trip. Pourquoi? And Calmage. I feel like the reason was because Paris is a city that deserves to be visited when you're in love. And I was definitely not at the time. Mm-hmm. In fact, I was trying to like get over something. But I felt like Paris is such a romantic city. And to experience it alone as a single person, you know, when you, especially one that romanticizes the city, kind of like how Gil does, um, you don't get more out of it. Also, I was too young to do a lot of the stuff that would have been cool to single people at the time. Mm. You know, like, I didn't get to go to the Moulin Rouge or, like, uh, a bunch of the other sites that probably would have been cool. I remember going to Versailles. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, the Eiffel Tower. But we went to the Eiffel Tower right from the airport. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, good call. Good call. Get that out of the way. Yes. Did you get to see the Louvre? Uh, yeah, and it's a fucking mall. Dude, we I ate know. at the food court. <laughs> I was so disappointed. Dude, so I so I went to Paris in 2000, uh, and it, we went to London, Paris, and then Rome. This was, I was uh, 18, I believe. I don't know. I never know how old I am at any given time. <laughs> uh, and 17, perhaps. And um, while I was there, uh, we were there with, like, this school from South Carolina... And they were loud and obnoxious. And we basically got about 20 minutes in the Louvre. And then we got about like an hour in the Virgin Mega Store. <laughs> oh. So we literally like took a map, said, okay, so the Mona Lisa's here. We can see the, uh, the, the Winged Victory run. See the Venus de Milo, and then go back, and then we'll be back in time. So we saw three things. Wow. Like, practically running from spot to spot to see Winged Victory, because, you know, we could see the replica in Chicago. Sure. Sure. Uh, we, but, yeah, we saw it. We saw the Mona Lisa and uh, the Venus de Milo in, like, 20 minutes. Damn. We got plenty of time to see all that stuff. I, but that I just... was that was that was my biggest regret is that that we did not did not get to appreciate yeah uh, art as much as right. I would have liked to. When I went, I went as part of a student ambassador program, okay. uh, and we went to uh, Italy, France, Austria, and Switzerland. Oh my gosh! And day one was Paris. So right off the plane from the airport, we climbed to the top of the Eiffel Tower, Oof. and then you know. Maybe the next day we went to the Louvre, and, like, I just remember being disappointed that, like, we ate at the food court of this mall that the Louvre was a part of. and But still, we got to see the Mona Lisa, the Venus de Milo, all that stuff. That was pretty cool. But, like, I remember my friend and I 
uh, were obsessed with finding McDonald's because we loved Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we wanted to get wanted a Royale, to Royale and cheese, cheese. And that was really what we were preoccupied with. So, that and flirting with the other uh, with the girls on our trip. Sure, so, that, that that checks out. Because you know mm-hmm. we, uh, we were young. Paris is for love, right? Yeah. And so when you're in in Paris without love, it's kind of uh, distracting. Like we were actually pretty good about like sticking to like our chaperone was big on us sticking to authentic Parisian cuisine and stuff like that. And then the one day we all get to like pick where we got to eat like people went to mcdonald's and burger king i had the best pizza hut pizza <laughs> i've ever had in my life in paris yeah we had very authentic french food uh you know we went to planet hollywood um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a very culturally enriching experience uh <laughs> Um. <laughs> All right, we talked about this in the beginning, early days of the, of the show, and I think that this is a specifically good movie for this question. What would you pair this movie with? What kind of drink is this movie ideal to be drinking? Champagne. <laughs> it's a party, right? Yeah, I, I think champagne is a good one, um, especially because I feel like that's... Pro- well, okay, so it depends. Are you a are you a uh, are you a Fitzgerald? Uh, are you um, a Hemingway? Because I feel like just a whiskey, straight. You know, I f- I feel like you got to kind of choose your poison depending on what you are. Like I feel like, I feel like there should be like rules. You know, like are you drinking it out of a baguette? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, are you a Gilpinder? Do you do you want to sympathize with the main character? Then I think you would drink like some red wine. Red, I was red wine was going to be you drinking my white th- wine at the at the wine tasting. Red, kind of... red wow, red wine. You know, it all it all tastes he, like wine. Wow, wow, just just tastes like wine. Uh, I think he was drinking red wine. I thought. It's possible. So mix red both. and white wine together in oh, one glass. That's how you make rosé, right? That's the that's the gilpinder. Uh, it just says wine. <laughs> well, we got both kinds. We got red and uh, white. Um, yeah, I think, but I think it depends. Uh, I think there are some really good choices because you could also go with absinthe because uh, we do get Toulouse Lautrec at the end of this movie. Mm-hmm. Too. Just have a bunch of drinks lined up on the table. Right? <laughs> yeah, and I think when I think, you get to Toulouse Lautrec, you drink the absinthe. Well, I think you should. I think you should go from like 2010 to you know the 1920s to the 1900s, and what does uh, Michael Sheen say about tannins? Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think uh, party people. I think uh, pick your pick your poison. Uh, champagne, red wine, absinthe, whiskey, uh, and uh, and go from there. Yeah, you know, or just take them all, mix them in a bucket. And... A little jungle juice. Yeah. I recommend throwing in a little bit of uh, fruit punch, uh, just for that little extra something. That's what a mimosa is, right? That's like... a mimosa. <laughs> champagne, wine, fruit punch, absinthe, and whiskey. 
Uh, and there, you got a mimosa. Mr. Uh, Dungeon Barkeep over here is dying a little bit. <laughs> it's not that I think I'm too good for it. It just sounds gross. <laughs> this isn't a class thing. It's just like, that sounds gross. I think you should get some, like, you know, French. Yeah, see if your see if your cousin can do us a, a French jazz style All version right. of, of our, hey. our theme song is called uh, "Love of Power." Oh, because you know we can't use Huey Lewis in the news. It's definitely not that song. <laughs> Legally distinct. Legally, yes. it's not that. Right. I don't think Marlon has his loot at the ready. No. <laughs> Love power. Loot. I don't know. Talking I just about. <laughs> The 20s instrument. Yeah, you know, the, the, the French were known for their love of the lute in the 20s. The, the lute is a timeless instrument. That is accurate. <laughs> we're talking about Bring the Dorian mode back. Yeah, you know, that's, you know, Cole Porter on the lute. Is that not a record? Is, is that not yeah, one of his no, bestsellers? Cole, Cole Porter on lute. It's oh, I'm texting of, Artie right One now. of my favorite records. No, no. <laughs> Screen Crush. Okay, Screen Crush was talking about how Scott Summers was actually pretty cool in the comics. They would. I don't. Sorry, go on. <laughs> he was. He was. He 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 had a good run as you know, kind of an. Uh, they kind of made him a badass. Just I think to kind of like make all the haters of the '90s show or the people who love the '90s show, because that's really I think why everyone is like Team Wolverine and anti Scott Summers. Because they made him a Boy Scout, yeah. and they made Wolverine the bad boy, you know, star of the show. I I love Wolverine as much as the next person, don't get me wrong, but I really, I, I kind of hope that the new series, whatever they do with the X-Men now that they can, yeah, they pick a different hero to be the one that is just like the center fulcrum of every fucking thing. Gambit. I was going to argue for Storm. I mean... I have been Storm has been such a badass, and even even as a kid, like yes. Storm was my favorite X Men. Storm is pretty great. Uh, Winds blow um, our foes away. Uh, Beast should be the center of the show, but only if Kelsey Grammer voices him. <laughs> I mean, that's talk about dream casting, though. I mean, first of all, like the fact that we got. Patrick Stewart. Oh my god. As Professor Xavier. I mean that no nobody nobody had anyone else. You can sit back in your chair, you're fine. In in there just trying to be comfortable. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Whatever's most comfortable. <laughs> don't don't you micromanage me. I'm just, it seemed like you were uncomfortable. This isn't this isn't my first rodeo. Right. <laughs> I got a bad back. I can you know. Alright. Alright. The mic will pick you up from back to the better. If you, if you want. <laughs> Mike. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> what was our bot's name in the... In oh, the... Craig. Craig. Fucking Craig. Fucking Craig. Ugh, Craig. Have you ever used Craig? Not no, but it sounds like a little bitch. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One time Craig didn't record, and we were like, what the hell? What the fuck, Craig? Uh, uh, yeah, so Craig is the Discord recording bot that you can download or you can add to your oh, server. Okay. Oh, uh, and it's nice for backups. Like we we had everybody record native on their local machine, but we had backups in Craig, so like it would record the phone, it would record the call, 
and load it all to my Google Drive. So I always had a backup of whatever we did when we okay. did remote things. Uh, but Craig was a little bitch and <laughs> sometimes just wouldn't show up or mm-hmm. would leave and we'd have to call him back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got bored. Yeah. He, what he's an asshole. Glitchy. Glitchy. What if Quentin Choir was the star? Dude. <laughs> that would be phenomenal. Just wearing a shirt the whole time that says Magneto was right. <laughs> Please. I mean, that would be phenomenal. Uh, he is an Omega-level mutant uh, with just pink hair named Kid Omega. Uh, He's very anti-authority. Okay. Great character. And nowadays, his whole shtick is he gets killed, like, every week. <laughs> like, every issue, he gets murdered <laughs> on a mission. And it just doesn't take... Well, okay, so literally, yeah. literally, the X Men cannot die anymore. Oh, yeah, fun, fun, fun fact. Story. Time like, loop or current, something? What are they doing? No, no time travel. Cloning, like Professor oh. Xavier wears Cerebro twenty four hours a day and is constantly making backups of every mutant psyche at all time. So then they've got five mutants who use their powers in tandem to create like a cloned body of a person and then they age them to the correct age and yeah no literally like uh, mutants can't die anymore i should also note that i've stopped reading x-men books because like this shit's that ridiculous is, that is fucking ridiculous. bananas yeah. yeah so literally any character who's ever died in the x-men universe is back i hope they're setting up for something terrible to happen as a result of this yeah they're doing another um hellfire gala (laughs) (laughs) it's so much honestly like after the whole like bullshit that was the x of swords crossover i was like i'm i need a break (laughs) this is this was so bad yeah i mean i know that stella and warwick are still reading x books but i'm i mean i didn't really read a lot of x-men to begin with so it would take something pretty heavy to get stella to stop reading x books though like she's she's pretty invested for sure. One day. Hey, they... you guys want to talk about uh, Midnight in Paris? Oh, right. Uh, I'd rather talk about 1030 in Versailles. Ooh. That's not That's that a good far. time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's in the neighborhood. I'd say that up, counts. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, have you ever seen the movie The Lovely? I have. I love that movie. Kevin Klein plays Cole Porter. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Barrowman is also in it. Mm. Um, actually, there's a ton of great people in it. I believe Elvis Costello is also I in it. I believe you are correct. And, um, oh my god. He's in it? No, she's in it. What's, uh... Nice. What? From Dogma. Alanis Morissette? Right? God I, from Dogma? Is, yeah. It's absolutely Alanis Morissette. Right, no, but I'm pretty sure she's in Delovely. Yeah. <laughs> Then we got all the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she totally is. I knew it. Amazing. Oh, that's so good. Uh, Who's on first? Third base. <laughs> like for like this year, I have a feeling that Power of the Dog is going to win Best Picture. Coda, actually. But I have a feeling that Coda is going to win Best Adapted Screenplay. Indeed it did. And I have a feeling Belfast is going to win Best Original Screenplay. Nailed it. And this is the part where Ansel chimes in with who actually won, because that's tomorrow. 
<laughs> the Oscars are tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oscars are tomorrow at the time of recording. Insert. Do you, you want to make here. a prediction? I just did. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, uh, I suppose you did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's see. I'll go on record. Power to the Dog is going to win Best Picture, Best Director. Nailed it. Uh, Belfast will win Best Original Screenplay. Yep. Uh, the uh, Father from Coda. Is going to win Best Supporting Actor. Troy Kotzer, uh, yes. The actress who played Annette in, or Anita, excuse me, in West Side Story is going to win Best Supporting Actress. Ariana DeBose, yes. The one who didn't get invited to the ceremony? That's the one. Um, she did finally get invited oh, as a presenter, good. but people had to call them out on it first. Yeah. Uh, and I, I feel bad. Um, he's uh, Lin Manuel Miranda. Uh, is about to win an EGOT. It's okay, he didn't. And uh, he he's going. He will not be able to attend because his wife has COVID. Oh no! Oh, I didn't hear. Yeah, I did not know I about that. I just heard about that. On my That's way over unfortunate. Here. Uh, and um, yeah, and then uh, Coda, I believe, will win best original or best adapted screenplay because it's actually based on a French film. Again, yep. So is he up for, uh, we don't talk about Bruno? No. No, because they didn't realize that Bruno was going to be the cultural phenomenon that it was. So but they, they picked a song that's like very... It's very touching. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a very well done song. Two Caterpillars. Oh, Dos Arguitas, yeah. Yes. Arguitas. Oh, that song is amazing. It's so good. And what an emotional moment in oh the movie. Oh my god, so... Yeah. Like cultural I, the, okay exactly. i'm actually really glad that that's the best song because we don't talk about bruno's great and all and yeah. obviously a bop sure but dos arguitas is like that's a better like okay you wrote a really oh mariposas <laughs> don't you hold on so tight uh yeah no it's phenomenal and amazing and amazing again song. he's gonna win his he got yeah uh oh and encanto is gonna win best animated animated feature for sure sure did which i love ryan the last dragon so much um was, that was the same year wasn't dude, it? it was a tough year because mitchell, versus, mitchell the versus the machines is also it was a also nominated yeah and luke is good i guess i uh, never i actually I it was fine I, liked I, it. I haven't seen that or, enjoyed it. or ray and the last dragon right you need Ryan's to watch ryan it's, the last dragon it's been on my list if if I have time. Of gonna... all of these fucking movies that you've been subjecting yourself to from this yeah. year's Oscars, you didn't watch Raya and the Last Dragon? Nope. Come on, bro. Well, again, it's it's one that's been on my list, and these other ones very much were not on my list. Like, at no point did I say, wow, I really want to watch House of Gucci. <laughs> and then I made myself watch House of Gucci. You did this to yourself. And no one told you to do this. Even worse. Than oh, it's been I a great it tradition for Andy, though. Like it is. I, I, I super respect that you do this every year. It's it's <laughs> intense. Leave but... me on my podcast. You want to come talking? You want to you want to talk on my podcast? Couple people might listen. You're looking at the couple of people that are gonna listen. I mean, I'm gonna listen to it like three times. <laughs> That's the take we're keeping. Yep. Let's use that one. It's the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Although, have you heard their episode about surf ninjas? It's awesome. No. Episode. I listened to a few of ba, their episodes ba, a while ba, ago. Ba, 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 ba. No, that's you. Oh, I well, I, I broke the bit now. <laughs> it's, it's, it's over. Man, that's, I just think of Bob Barbaran. 
the Babaran of Mikra. <laughs> right? That's the, the holy man? Yep. Babaran, take my hand. Got me rocking and a rolling, rocking and a rolling. Babaran, Babaran. See, we got back to it. Yeah, there it is. There it is. All right. We'll Guys, be... we should start a band. We should. We should start a barbershop quartet we start that a sings kiss songs. Quartet that only sings kiss songs. <laughs> See, I did it again. There it is. Right when you when you said kiss songs, I went to shot to the heart and you're too. Shot to the heart. I'm concerned that you may not. <laughs> I'm concerned that you may not know any kiss songs. I know kiss songs. <laughs> Christine. 16! That's the creepiest song that they have. It's about a 16 year old. You can find us on the internet on Instagram and Twitter. I am at bsilverio20. I am at indecisionist on Twitter and at the indecisionist on Instagram. This has been an Indecisionist production. Special thanks to April Moralba for our podcast art and to Marlon Longid of Marlon and the Shakes for our amazing theme song. To join in on this conversation, Make sure to use that hashtag time to party. That's time the number two party. Where are we? What? Well, now we must uh, inhabit two worlds of being on the podcast and not on the podcast. Right? You're gonna give me an existential crisis. Oh my gosh! It's just like Schrodinger's. Just say the thing. Podcast. Schrodinger's podcast. Quick before before one of us ceases to exist. Right. Before we fade into nostalgia shops. <laughs> yes, party people, until we come back to you with another awesome time travel movie. Be excellent to each other. And party, party on, on, dudes. Put that loop out. <laughs>